0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 234. Yeah, we
0: finally have one where the numbers are in consecutive order. Two, right? three, four.
1: That doesn't happen often. 123 was the last one.
0: Yep, it happens every uh, 111 episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so stay tuned for about two years from now, and uh, we will be close to that.
0: Yep, three, uh, four,
1: five. There man.
0: you go. <laughs> yep, we're working our way up to get to uh, what is it? 10, 9, 8. <laughs> Right? <laughs> or 8,
1: 9, That's 8, 9, that's, so
0: a, that's actually much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 891 is as close as we'll get to that. I, yeah. It'll it'll be, 9, 10, 11. I, I have is, a feeling yeah. we will not get to 8,910th episode.
0: Uh, we'll be able to get to. <laughs> we'll get to 2021,
1: 22. <laughs> right. What? <laughs>
0: hey. Get up uh, in them six awesome. digits.
1: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, a lot of cool music as per usual let's get right into uh some new stuff that has come out recently and will be coming out we'll start on the 10th deadbeat at dawn put out dyscopia which is an ep uh on the 11th los fastidios put out xxx the number of the beat ha! <laughs> uh on the 11th also scum rotten put out left to fester that's an ep Asphyxia on the 12th put out Discografia 2005-2008. through 2008. Mento Burrow put out Scalloween EP on the 12th. Next episode, we'll be playing something from that EP, Scalloween. I, like, I just like saying that. Knocked Loose put out A Tear in the Fabric of Life EP on Pure Noise Records on October 13th. A uh, couple releases recently on Tough Ain't Enough Records. They had uh, a couple week hiatus or... Vacation is a better way to put it. That's how they do it in Spain and uh, Europe for that matter. Heteroi heter, and Filax. I don't know if I'm saying those right, but two bands from Spain. <laughs> Heteroi. <did a> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're male hemorrhoids. <laughs> right. just to be, per se. It's a good split. Three tracks. Check it out. On the 15th, Bronze put out Ticking Bomb. Zombie put out Fail Harder, Sergeant Papers put out SGTP, Wonk Unit put out Uncle Daddy on Rad Girlfriend Records, Golpe de Gracia put out Eustella, uh, uh, also on Tough Ain't Enough Records, that came out, all those on the 15th, uh, Batshit Crazy put out Blackfire Single on the 15th, Make War put out Stay uh, it's an EP on the 15th. I think that is on Fat Records. They played one of the club shows that I went to, but I missed them. I uh, just didn't have the endurance to keep up, and I was there to see somebody else. So that's what I made it for. Anyway, the 15th, Big Spin put out N2 Idioma. Good, uh, it's good. I think it's an EP. I think there's only like five or six songs, something like that. But that's a good one. Check it out. On the 18th, Cato Street Conspiracy put out this time next year EP on Damn It Records. On the 18th, The Havoc released a cover of GBH's Give Me Fire, but that is on YouTube. I think they just did a video for it. I don't think you can actually get it somewhere else, but go check it out on YouTube. Bad Assets released a series of singles. Uh, ranging from uh, some stuff that they had uh, previously recorded but had not yet released for example uh, justified homicide was a song they recorded March of 2016 at Mount Doom Studios they did some tracks for some compilations and splits and special releases not all of them happened so they just recently released. Uh, a series of singles over on their band camp, Justified Homicide, Punk Rock Vacation, Filled with Hate, and Wrong Side of the Ground. So go check out Bad Assets. New releases there that all came out on the 18th. Also, To the Helpless, they released their ninth single, Another Bougie Revolution. One single a month. I think it started back in February. And once all the singles are released, which I think is next month, then they will release the album, because that'll be each track released as a single individually, and then they'll yeah. release it as an album. Yeah. That's that's one way to get it out. Right? <laughs> uh, the Copyrights, they released Alone in a Dome, or they will be on the 22nd. That's coming up tomorrow. Dave House is releasing Blood Harmony on the 22nd. Next Scars, American Thrills, Tired Radio, and Nightmares for a Week. Four-Band Split coming out on the 22nd. Uh, Drite Wall is releasing Mere Singles on the 22nd. On the 26th, The Chisel is releasing Retaliation. Violent Way and Beton Army are releasing a split on Contra Records and Primator Crew. You can get it on both of those. Headcount will be releasing Imprint on Safe Inside Records on the 29th. Z9 will be releasing Self titled Z9. Z9 features members of Wisdom and Chains who will be here on October 30th. Yes. When I say here in Salt Lake City, so looking forward to that. But the day before on Friday, Z9 will be releasing uh, their release. Half past two will be putting out a new release on October 29th. Unidad Ideologica is putting out a self titled release on the 29th. Love equals Death is putting out The Hour of Resurrection. On the 29th, also, La- The Last Mile is putting out Respect the Frequency. alleyway Alleys and Gangways, rather, is putting out long shot EP. White Stains is putting out Make Me Sick. And finally, on the 31st, Prior Convictions is putting out She's the One. Long list. Eric, do you have anything to add to it?
0: Well, I got one thing to add. And uh, I will have more to uh, say about this certain band. But the band Filth Lords... The, uh, they are a local punk rock band. They just released their debut self-titled album. And Actually, I don't think it's a debut, but it's their first... No, it very much could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But the 14th, they released their self-titled album, and it is really good. Awesome. I went and saw them at their album release show last, uh, that last Thursday on the 14th. It was a great show, but we will get into that later.
1: Awesome. Well, that's the new stuff that's come out recently and coming out. That's the stuff that's on our radar. If we missed anything, let us know. We can add it to the list. Any things that I enjoy that we don't get to here, I will get to on Punkanoi Worldwide. The new tracks for October 2021, and that'll come up in about two to three weeks. So again, send us stuff if we're missing it. Anyway, let's get into some playing some new music. We've talked for a minute. This is episode 234. Eric, kick us off with what we're playing first.
0: All right. Well, and yet another band that I will uh, get into uh, later down the show is uh, yeah later down the episode when we get to the show section. Nice. That's what I was trying to say. Excellent. <laughs> the band I am uh, going to be talking about is Suffocator. Suffocator, um, another local band who just had an album come out on uh, earlier this month on the 8th. And it is the self titled album. I know, kind of weird how this is uh, <laughs> kind of uh, going in correlation here with local bands and local releases. And anyway, uh, yeah, their, their album, it's great. It's about under 30 minutes long. It's got a very uh, D beat feel to it, a lot of discharge worship, but it's heavier. It's a lot heavier. And I saw them play uh, last night. We actually played a show with them. Cool. And it was their first show ever. And, yep, they're a three-piece, and they killed it. They're Yeah, you could definitely tell it was kind of their first show because they were just like, mm, well, just, uh, we're just playing the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, they could be seasoned in other bands. I, I don't really know. But for this specific show, they were just, uh, yeah, you could tell, middle of the week. Was definitely harping on him, but um, again, I'm getting way too ahead of myself. The song that I chose is uh, "Drink Poison." Uh, like I said, here's the uh, discharge discharge style uh, punk rock that is heavier. Got a bit more of that. Uh, got a bit more of that late '90s hardcore feel to it. So, and if you know what that feel is, drop tuning. Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say uh, DTDB drop tuning d beat <laughs> all right here's suffocator from their newest uh, their newest their only album <laughs> the song drink the poison drink poison it there is more where that came from ladies and gentlemen so check out suffocator on there yeah on their bandcamp or any of the streaming services they have a wonderful they have a wonderful presentation to give us i even talked with the uh, the singer a little bit last night and he's uh talking yeah it was it was a good album but i just wanted it to sound louder <laughs> <laughs> you know cuz he was like yeah i love the whole lo-fi uh, punk rock thing but after a while it's like no i I wanted to have a fuller sound. (laughs) I was like, I I get it. I get it. Trust me. So, yep, Suffocator, Drink Poison. There's a lot of great songs on that record, so highly, highly recommend it. Anyway,
1: what have we got next? Uh, We have the band Havoc. They're from Southern California. Some great street punk coming out of Southern California.
0: Yep, not the thrash speed metal band who's Havoc. Which is Havoc ending with a K.
1: (laughs) Right. Not that one. This is Havoc ends with a C, and they are the Havoc. Uh, Really cool band. Again, I I said at the beginning of the show, uh, they uh, put out a new cover of GBH's Give Me Fire. It's awesome. Uh, I think there will be some sort of release on uh, Voltage Records, so go check it out there. But I don't think you can get it on any digital sources. Uh, Not as of a couple days ago when I looked, but they did release another single recently, called with a vengeance they released that on september 24th again go look on voltage records that you could find digitally as well we're gonna listen to it now here is the havoc with a vengeance (laughs) go there's some new havoc oh my
0: lord <laughs> awesome right <laughs> yeah if before you ask me uh, what what i think about that song i can answer it in one sentence 30 seconds in, I went on Apple Music and added it to my library. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of it. <laughs> it's awesome. And
1: after hearing that, you can imagine what it's going to sound like for the cover of the Gimme Fire from GBH. So, Oh, yeah. Get out there and check that out. Go increase the view count on YouTube by tenfold. That's what we got to do. Get out yeah. there and listen to that shit. Yeah, come on. Tenfold. Every ten views gives them another uh, ten cents. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so check it out it's awesome Uh, and maybe we'll get around to doing that maybe on a covers episode or something coming up but looking forward to more from the Havoc that one's great we have one more band that we're going to play here as far as new tracks go and that is another band out of California also from Southern California Uh, we have a show coming to Utah here this weekend and one of the bands reached out we'll play them later in the show but I figured why not play the other band too they also had something new this year it is almost exactly six months uh, ago that it was released on April 24th of this year the band Foot Soldier from Long Beach California they released a four track EP called Values Not Politics they will be here playing a show with Broken Cuffs also from California and they'll be doing some other shows. We'll talk about the, the show portion here just a little bit later. Yep. And we'll be talking about Broken Cuffs later as well. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I thought, hey, I'm going to play Broken Cuffs. Why not play Foot Soldier since they are touring as well? Las Vegas, you're going to get them tomorrow, which is Friday. By the time most people hear that, it might be today. Because uh, it's almost tomorrow anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, uh, Foot Soldier and... Broken Cops will be making their way through Las Vegas on their way up to Salt Lake. They have a few other shows. Uh, The band Foot Soldier's been a band since 2013. If you attend the show here in Salt Lake, you'll also get to see Marine Corps and the Usurpers play. Cool show that's going to be a Resolute Tattoo. We'll get to more details about that here momentarily. Foot Soldier off of Values, Not Politics. Again, almost exactly six months ago. And Eric was just talking about last episode. His criteria is six months well, mm-hmm. I just under the, under the nose there on new stuff for Eric's criteria anyway. <laughs> so let's do it. We're going to play the title track, Values Not Politics. Here is Foot Soldier. Foot Soldier, Values, Not Politics, is the track and the title of the EP. That is a good title. <laughs> right? I like it. They're going to be here in Utah Saturday, Vegas, tomorrow, which is Friday. A few other shows. We'll get to talking about that here momentarily. Let's go wrap up the new portion of the show. Let's get into some older or maybe lesser known things on the show. Eric, you're first. Another band from Salt Lake City. Are you playing nothing but bands from Salt Lake City? What's going on? Uh, You're playing nothing.
0: You're playing nothing but bands from California. The fuck is going on? That
1: is true. I believe even the next band I'm playing is from California. But when we get to the Halloween track, they're from the East Coast. So we'll break it up a little bit. All
0: right, all right. And don't worry. When we get to the cover-to-cover album, they're not on any coast from the Midwest. There you go. (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Right now, yes, I got the, I got a song from a local band who, uh, as far as I know, is inactive. But I have no idea. Anyway, they're called I
1: think you're right. I couldn't find even... Some, like, typically, if you're an active band, you'll probably have active social medias. And I think I found one of them. The other one doesn't even exist. Well, so I just
0: found I their right. I found their band camp today. And I had no idea they had one. Right. So, the band I am talking about is Foster Body. <laughs> yeah, Foster Body was a band that I had... Whose name was thrown around a lot. They had been on flyers. I had... Uh, Heard them through the grapevine and never really uh, sat down and listened to them until recently. And my God, <laughs>
1: what a what a sound! <laughs> that it's interesting. It's I, I heard the track because I found it today, also on their Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they have kind of the, an eighties like uh, art punk kind of sound like the band you were getting with like Talking Heads, like similarities to stuff like that when when Talking Heads was kind of first coming out. I think they were more punk as opposed to, you know, new wave, whatever.
0: I think it's on their uh, Facebook. They actually do describe themselves as more of an artsy punk punk band.
1: That would make sense.
0: Yeah. And upon listening to them, uh, the best description I can give is like, uh, you take a band like the Minutemen or the Replacements uh, or Fugazi as far as their instrumentation goes, and then you morph that in with Dead Kennedys. Okay, really the vocals, his vocals. It sounds like he's emulating Jello. It is <laughs> bizarre. So it's like you take the vocals of Jello Biafra and put it on the mu- under the music of uh, Mike Watt. Okay, <laughs> it's really strange, but uh, but yeah, I'll let the music speak for itself. The uh, this is from one of their albums that came out five years ago, Moving Display, and. The, the best song that I think can represent what I am describing accurately is the song You Were Not You. So, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, believe it or not That's actually one of the more subdued tracks on that album The whole album is fucking weird like it's, uh, <laughs> it's really just like It sounds like um, college rock sort of stuff Like uh, It's got a bit of that Sonic Youth uh, thing going on in there as well and Because uh, it has that kind of jam band uh, personality That Sonic Youth invoked in uh, Probably more in their album Goo Okay. It was like a uh, twenty some odd tracks, and they were all like ranging of five or six minutes long. And it was uh, really, it was just them kind of fucking around. That's what it kind of sounds like here. Only the songs are shorter and they're a bit more concise, and they're just, yeah, you heard it. It's just really <laughs> odd. <laughs> so yeah, that that's Foster Body. Check out their shit on Bandcamp and see if you can make sense of what they're putting out. Or have put out.
1: (laughs) Right. I only listened to this track because this is the one we are playing. But uh, yes, uh, I definitely get the Jell-O reference there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the uh, abrasive political satire, but oh my God, that voice. (laughs) You know, that nasally, uh, bumpy, flowy (laughs) vocal passages he's got. You all know how Jell-O sounds.
1: (laughs) Well, on... We have one more to include in this section of the show. The, the release, the band is the Cutthroat Brothers and Mike Watt. You were referencing Mike Watt earlier. Yeah,
0: speaking of Mike.
1: <laughs> right? Uh, the Cutthroat Brothers are a duo of real life barbers. So they go the Cutthroat <laughs> Brothers
0: reference. Uh, yeah. It seems Jason... to be a, a more common thing these days, at least in uh, hardcore, where right. it's like either, you, you either uh, become a uh, father and start a family or you go to prison, or you become a barber.
1: There you go. (laughs) Well, in this band, Jason Cutthroat is on vocals and guitar, and Donnie Paycheck is on drums, plus on this album, Uh, Mike Watt is also involved. So the Cutthroat Brothers and Mike Watt released The King is Dead. It is kind of more of a a garage punk sound for the band. I wanted to include on this episode, well, as many as we could the month, but for this one and the next two, as many kind of halloween themed type tracks and i had been wanting to play uh, a track off of king is dead so we're going to play a track from the cutthroat brothers and mike watt they released that album back in june of this year so it's not it's not particularly old or anything like that but maybe a little bit lesser known as far as the cutthroat brothers go uh off of the king is dead let's listen to a track called shake move howl kill Take move. Uh, nope. How kill.
0: <laughs> the only thing I was focused on is that uh their uh, drummer Donnie paycheck. I'm I'm pretty certain he's making a reference to the country singer Johnny Paycheck.
1: Oh, probably true.
0: <laughs> yeah, he wrote the one take this job and shove it. Right. <laughs> yep, that was him. And he's uh yeah, one of the old school outly, outlaw country musicians, you know, but this is a, a punk cast not a country podcast <laughs> but,
1: but as the Chris played a lot of outlaw yeah. country for his uh, when we were doing guilty pleasure so and, oh I know and, and did a lot of discussing as, you know the correlations with uh, outlaw country and, and the theme that kind of went along in punk kind of at the same time where there were similar movements just obviously a different sound in music
0: yeah yeah pretty much just like having that uh that whole uh. Being the vessel of freedom, right? <laughs> just in uh, yep. Just in different spectrums
1: of the Buck of the, the system, yeah, yeah. Or fuck the system, your choice. Anyway, yep. uh, <laughs> let's do a Halloween track. We'll do one more of those. Talk about some live shows, Halloween specific. Blitzkid. I mean, how how much more Halloween do you get than a horror punk band, a classic horror punk band? Been around since '97.
0: Probably well, one that's been around since '78. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh they did you know they weren't doing stuff until recently again uh but right before the pandemic scheduled to do some blitzkid shows as with several other bands had to cancel reschedule they have uh they released ad nauseum memoir memore ep yeah. ad nauseam memory and they just released that september 3rd so that's actually new Uh, I think there were three previously unreleased tracks. I don't think they were specifically newly recorded, just unreleased. And a couple of them I think could have fit in here, but we're going to play the one called Weirdos. So some new Blitzkid off of their September 3rd release off of, say it again, Eric? Ad novium (laughs) memore. I like it. Weirdos, here's Blitzkid.
2: Don't belong We walk into the dark And sing a siren song Off the trust it consumes The outcasts Have a face We are the monsters That strike fear Into this place Ain't nobody gonna
1: Blitzkid,
0: yeah, it's got that. Uh, it's got that old school horror vibe, right? Guy, voice has got that. Uh, it's got that creepy vibe to it.
1: Well, if you it's listen like that, to Argyle Goolsbee's solo stuff, you'll think the same thing.
0: Yeah, probably. It's just got that uh, more f- disembodied phantom type feel. It's like.
1: Watch any of his videos, like <laughs> you, you know, the for any of the songs, pretty much you'll get the that Halloween type theme too. <laughs> yep, I mean,
0: you've uh, gotta play the part. You gotta present yourselves as such. You gotta be horror
1: punk. Be horror punk, man. And Blitzkid is, and our guy Goolsby is. So get out there, check it out. Yeah. It's a three track EP. Uh, good stuff. I even have something. I I my. Uh, Track at the end is even Halloween-themed. I'm going to try to get those for the next few weeks Halloween-themed as well. So, yes, I think we both did that fairly well, but we'll get there. First, uh, we're going to talk about some concerts, some live shows. I think we have a lot to talk about in this section, so we're going to talk fast, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get into it. Eric, I know you went and saw some shows, and you played a show— Tell
0: us about it. Okay, yeah. I've, uh, I've made up for my absence in the live scene for uh, the past couple weeks by uh, overcorrecting and seeing <laughs> three different shows. Not just seeing, also playing one of them. Right. So, yes, yeah, so let's talk about the first one that I mentioned at the top of the show, The Filth Lords Album Release Party. It was inclusive of the band Red Bennies and Goat Sifter. Cool. However, Goat Sifter played first, I Arrived Late, and I was bummed. Damn it. Yeah, damn it. But that's okay. That's okay. Goat Sifter. They're awesome guys. Awesome band. And I was even uh, talking with them. I'm like, even though I completely missed your set, you guys did great tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know they did. Uh, anyway, Red Bennies. That was my first time seeing them. And they're uh, uh, not exactly on par with Foster Body, but a bit artsy. Okay. I mean, the the singer, who was also the guitarist, also played a theremin. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So bringing in some weird uh, psychedelic vibes to an otherwise uh, garage rock sound. So it cool. was pretty cool. <laughs> and then Filth uh, Lords. They are... Uh, God, the word artsy keeps coming up, but that's how they call themselves. They are like art street punk. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the... Uh, their style, the heaviness, and the raspiness, it is rooted in street punk, and but they do a little bit more with it. They think outside the box. They bring in a little uh, bit of uh, weird guitar melodies in here, and the songs are not the average street punk length. The shortest one is about four minutes. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they have been a band for well over a decade, and they hadn't released uh, anything proper and they had this album planned out for the last uh, 10 years. They said this at their live show and they're like, okay, we're finally, we finally released it. You guys have it and we're playing it for you guys. So yeah. Another little uh, fun fact, the uh, singer and guitarist, um, you know, the singer slash guitarist is what I'm saying. He is my uh, former editor at Slug Magazine. Oh, cool. <laughs> yep. He was the he was the guy who interviewed me when I when I initially applied there, and he brought me in and he mentored me. He edited all my articles, and uh, then it was off and on for a while. And <laughs> he has since now uh, retired from the world of uh, Slug Magazine, but okay. his but his musical career is aspiring. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, Phil Lord's is a really great band. However, their their album. It's not on any streaming platforms. It's only in a CD, which really sucks. (laughs) Hard (laughs) to get to. Yeah, at least nothing that I can find. They have a band camp, and they have a few singles from it out, which are good singles, but come on. We want the whole thing. (laughs) Alex, get on it. (laughs) Right? Uh, So, yeah, that that was a great show. And, yeah, the next show... Oh, it was the band that I really like, kind of love with all my heart and soul. Forget the name. But before we get to uh, that band, let's talk about who else was playing that tour. There was a band all the way from Brooklyn, New York, called Thick.
1: Okay, how was yeah. that?
0: I missed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The thing was, at the complex, they s- the doors were at 530 I get off work at five. I had to I had to run a few fucking errands that I really don't have to get into, but bottom line is I made it home about six o'clock. I had to eat something, <laughs> and I had to uh, and I had to kind of regroup myself and then find a way to get down to the complex, park, and then walk over there. By the time we got there, me first and the gimme gimmies were on.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep. I heard CJ Ramon was playing with them
0: really yeah oh yeah he is he's their uh I believe he's their bass player I think so that's awesome yeah yeah that's like a uh it's kind of like a revolving door of of members right but it's a, it's a super group and you know as long as you know how to play certain cover songs you're good right I've only seen me first once it was at a uh, punk rock bowling but I missed them this time because eh, the merch line was calling. <laughs> That's because my girlfriend was with me and she does not own a flogging Molly shirt. So she had to go and uh, get one. Well, it me makes I wanted it
1: before it sells out.
0: Oh yeah. And she got it before they sold out. I was just in line to see if they had any records and they did not. Damn I was it. really bummed. But <laughs> so yeah, through the entirety of me first set, we were in line. Anyway, we finally got in. We saw we, just in time to see Violent Femmes.
1: How were they? I wanted to see them. They I had to were do something on Tuesday evening. So the bands mm. I would have wanted to see, I'd probably been able to catch the early ones, but I'd have had to leave there maybe around like eight thirty. So I had a feeling I was going to miss. Uh, yeah, Violent Femmes and Flogging Molly, if not at least one of them.
0: Yeah, that was the. Uh, that was around the time they were hitting up on stage, nice. and Violent Femmes. Yeah, they are definitely. Uh, yeah, they're not. As mobile as they once were, <laughs> but they're uh, the singer. I can't remember his name. He's still got his. Uh, he's still got his voice. He still presented himself. And their bassist, he is just a. He is a madman up That's there. Awesome. You could just tell they were in the pocket. They really wanted to be there. By the way, their singer looks like a blonde Getty Lee. <laughs> just pointed that out. And yeah, the songs that they were playing, it was reminding me of all the. Uh, Tony Hawk, Skate Games, particularly this song, added Up. That okay. was my introduction to them. <laughs> Why can't I get just one screw? Why can't I get just one screw? Meme's got something to do with you. Yeah, that was what they <laughs> opened up with. And, of course, the uh, gone, daddy gone, love is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've actually played all their classics. Oh, yeah. I have a few.
0: When, when I'm walking out and I do 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 do, do. Yeah, they had to play. Blister in the Sun. Of course (laughs) they did.
1: Of course they did. Well, how's Floggy Molly?
0: Yes, Floggy Molly. That was the band. I have never missed a show since I came through Salt Lake. That was my ninth time seeing them. I've seen yeah, seen them nine times in three different states, and every single time they put on an amazing show. I was there when their shows were violent (laughs) okay not (laughs) violent but more rambunctious i was seeing them in the days when in the venue was still around okay this is before they had to move to uh greater heights greater venues bigger spaces which is inclusive of the complex but also the great saltaire way out west right yeah because i mean these guys are able to sell out festivals
1: Right, Come on.
0: They're a headlining band on the warp Tour.
1: <laughs> they host their own crews. Yeah. You know, the, so and they have some pretty big names that uh, play at that Salty Dog crew. So oh, yes, yeah. They're, I think they're big. <laughs> yep.
0: I mean, this one, they have uh, Descendants and Distillers on there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. It's going to be a good one. Uh, for this show, however, yep, Vlogging Molly has gotten a lot more Subdued At least their shows have They still bring the energy They're still having fun on stage You know they want to be there This is what they love This is what they do And they make sure that everyone's having a good time And this was no exception They have a They went through uh, quite a bit of the uh, hits You know No Vlogging Molly show is complete without Drunken lullabies And without what's left of the flag And if I ever leave this world alive I pressure you (laughs) <laughs> to find a Floggy Bolly set list that does not include those three songs. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> anyway, they played some songs that had not been played in Salt Lake, at least, for many, many years. One of them was Black Friday Rule. Cool. Which was awesome. They also uh, reinstated The Likes of You again and Swagger, which was great. Did a couple of the uh, newer uh, the newer songs. I think it was uh, yeah, Hand of John L. Sullivan. Everyone loves that song. <laughs> And, but yeah, as far as the uh, set was, the set list was, I'm like, "Eh, it was pretty standard because, but that's because I have a bias. I think the best set I ever saw them play was on their, uh, the green 17 tour way back in 2013. That was a lot of deep cuts and it was a long set list. They hit every single mark. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So Vlogging Molly, I've seen them a bunch of times. I'll see them a bunch more because they're my favorite band, man.
1: Well, they're the yeah. only
0: band that made me uh, well up at a show <laughs> <laughs> once. It was when I saw them at Punk Rock Bowling, my first time seeing them in the span of three years, which was a long time for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they played If I Ever Leave This World Alive, and I was singing along with it. Before I knew it, oh shit, I turned it to a waterfall. <laughs> 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 shit. Anyway. Yep, that show was great, but what Flogging Molly show isn't.
1: <laughs> well, you had one more.
0: Yeah. That's oh, why
1: we're on Thursday instead of Wednesday this week.
0: Yes. But a little a little funny side note about Flogging Molly. My best friend who we've been seeing him live since we were 15, every single show that came to Salt Lake, he was there. But before Floggy Molly went on, he uh, vomited all over himself. <laughs> Why? Because he had not been drinking for about a month prior to this show. He pre-gamed with one, two, three shots. And apparently that was enough. <laughs> His body couldn't handle it, so he was he was out. And I was super bummed. I'm like, come on, man. Uh-huh. We went to Denver to see these guys. <laughs> yeah, but, um. But whatever, whatever, it happens. Anyway, let's get to the main event, the show that I played. Right? (laughs) Yep, we were, that was, that's the reason why my voice sounds a little raspy today. I'm sure you can tell every once in a while, but I'm still trying to bring the fucking A-game, man. (laughs) Uh, This is night circumstances. Yeah, we played a show with, um. Maybe your voice is
1: more festive. uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get it. <laughs> we played a show with uh, the the talented Social Stigma. We awesome. played it with Suffocator. That, like I said earlier, was their first show. We were all opening for 200 stab wounds. Cool. Oh yeah, some uh, uh, some brutal death metal style. Just gory music coming out of Cleveland of all places okay. <laughs> and it's uh, oh yeah and it's a uh, it was a riot their set was incredible they the thing is it's death metal but it's bringing back a lot of the uh, a lot of the slam style stuff that was uh, just coursing through the internet in the 2000s and into the 2010s you know you'd think of bands like a uh, Waking the Cadaver <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Spider Kill Banana Man. I mean, a lot of these bands really bled together. You can find them all on YouTube. That's what me and my best friend did when we were younger. Just and it was really just uh it was just a pissing match for who could come up with the dumbest, funniest, goriest names and albums and uh, titles and song titles. And really, they were not different <laughs> at all. <laughs> but so yeah, that's kind of what two hundred stab wounds is doing. But they're doing it with. Uh, uh, with care okay <laughs> let's say that and and yeah despite the fact that they were more of like a gory death grind band there was a uh, a lot of hardcore dancing there oh the kicks were spinning the fists were flailing and the crowds were killing nice it was uh oh man it was pretty crazy and I was uh sitting sitting back by our uh our merch booth and 200 sab wounds they had a uh a line of tables with nothing but shirts on them because they forgot their shirt racks way back in Ohio. So <laughs> that sucks for them. So, so yeah, they had a table that was about a mile and a half long and it was right next to the crowd. <laughs> sure. Elevated on some platforms, but that didn't stop the crowd from hitting and running into the tables. Cause you know, going side to side, Running into people, smashing people through the, what would be a wall, but they didn't smash through the wall. They smashed on the table, spilled <laughs> everything over. So me, I took it upon myself to pick everything up, set it back roughly the way it was before they went on. And I spent the rest of their set there being the table guard. <laughs> so it' was like, anytime a pit would open up, I would just be, okay, keep the tables from falling over. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Um... Anyway, as for the opening bands, and I'm working my way backwards here, Suffocator, for their first show, three-piece, really good guys, really good band, great performance for what they did, but you could tell it was like they were in the middle of the week, they were tired, they were burnt out. And also the first show, it's like, yeah, we still don't really know what to do between songs. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of dead air between, uh, between songs. But no, uh, no shade on uh, on any of them. They were, yeah, they were great guys. Talked with the singer a little bit. He loved his. He loves what he's doing. Awesome. He was also wearing a cult Leader shirt, so we found some common ground there.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> Social st- stigma. My God, they kill it every time. They are just a. Uh, they are just wild man. <laughs> <laughs> and I I hear this is the last show they'll be playing this year at least. So we won't be seeing them again until 2022. But they got some, uh, they got some stuff in the works. Awesome, <laughs> yep. And as for us, we were the best band on that bill. There you go. <laughs> okay, not the best. We were the okayest. <laughs> <laughs> we were the okayest. We uh, it was the first show where we played our entire catalog, uh, currently our current catalog, seven tracks long, <laughs> which accounts to maybe about forty minutes. Okay. Yeah. And I actually said, one, we were one song away from completing the set, and I was like, I feel like we overstayed our welcome a bit. I mean, we got one more song, if any, unless anyone protests against it, and that's literally what we got. It was just a silence. I like go, okay, I'll take your silence as an I don't give a fuck, so we're going to be playing. <laughs>
3: yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, we realized all the mistakes. We don't know if anyone else did, but... <laughs> It was still pretty fun. Good. And what's interesting is this is the first time we played the Beehive in almost 3 years. And the last time we played there, we were technically a four-piece because this is when we were in between bass players. All right. <laughs> yep. So I was pulling double duty, playing the bass and uh doing the doing the vocals and that was probably our worst show. We were really off that night. Everything felt awkward. And we weren't <laughs> vibing with the crowd or whatever. And it also happened to be with social stigma. <laughs> so it's like, okay, recourse. We're doing this again. <laughs> so it was great to be back on the, playing the floor of the venue where we actually did have our first show ever. That's awesome. It's also the first venue where we played as a, f- it was the venue where we first played as a five piece. Yep. That was a, uh, and that was where we played last. So there we go. Beginning, middle, and uh, end to be continued. Excellent. (laughs) So that's all the shows I have. Sorry it was loaded.
1: (laughs) We'll get to some music in just a couple minutes. I'm going to run down and cut a list of some shows. One that just happened. Hopefully you were able to go to Punktoberfest in Lowell, Massachusetts. It featured Welch Boys, 45 Adapters, Bricks and Mortar, and several other bands. uh, Bands that we've played before as well. Lions Law has a tour coming up. They're starting in Paris on October 28th. They'll be in Essen on the 29th. Eindhoven uh, on the 30th. Hamburg on the 31st. November 1st, they'll be in Berlin. uh, Krakow on the 2nd. Bratislava on the 3rd. Prague on the 4th. And Chemnitz on the 5th. I know that that's Poland, Czech Republic, uh, Netherlands. Germany, and so forth. So go check out Lions Law because they are awesome. Definitely one of my favorites. And who else we got? Fest 19 is going to be in Gainesville, Florida, October 29th, 30th, and 31st, featuring a lot of great bands such as Gorilla Biscuits, Frank Turner, and so many others. I'm not even going to go over that list again. I talked about it last time. But in case you forgot, you go check out that show. Uh, Next, we have The Uppers. Fuerza Bruta and Maneaters are playing a show in St. Louis on November 6th. That's coming up. So if you're going to be in the St. Louis area, you get a couple Chicago bands coming down to play for you. So go check that one out. Uh, There's going to be October 31st on Sunday in Pittsburgh. If you want a Halloween show, go check out Sheer Terror with Submachine and Illiterates. Uh, it's going to be Submachines' 30th anniversary, and that will be at the Rock Room in Pittsburgh. So go check that one out. It's going to be 15 bucks. Houston and the Dirty Rats are starting a tour tomorrow, Friday, the 22nd. They'll be in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. And then they'll go to Fredericksburg on the 25th, Chapel Hill, North Carolina on the 26th, Charleston on the 27th. They have a To Be Determined date on the 28th, and Melbourne, Florida on 29th, maybe in Georgia on the 28th. So be on the lookout for Houston and the Dirty Rats coming to your area there in the southeast. Uh, the casualties in Pinata protest, I'll talk more about this, but they are going to be out on tour November 4th through the 23rd. And one of those dates will be here at an outdoor, very small venue. Surprised that they picked a small venue, but hey, maybe that will be pretty awesome. I don't know. Uh, Then we will have on November 13th. Actually, I'll get to that one on a different show. The last, I'm going to wrap up and just talk about uh, Foot Soldier and Broken Cuffs. I'm going to be playing some Broken Cuffs tracks here in a moment. But Friday the 22nd in Las Vegas, the two bands will be playing with Neto and Disorder, Hereditary Mental Disorder. There we go. $5 show. Uh, Go check that out. 7 p.m. That is in Vegas uh, Broken Cuffs will be doing shows on that Vegas show here in Salt Lake uh, at Resolute Tattoo on the 23rd. And then back east, November 12th in Philly, New Brunswick, New Jersey on the 13th, Bakersfield, California on the 18th, Palmdale, where they're from, on the 19th. And then they'll be doing a Christmas show in Houston on the 20 or not the 23rd december 3rd so they have a few things coming up and one more time i'm going to mention uh broken cuffs foot soldier the usurpers marine corps here in salt lake this saturday five dollars at the door costumes are welcome 6 p.m is when the show looks like it's going to start it's an all-ages show brought to us by The SLC Pirate Punks, so come check out that show.
0: Oh, yeah. Pirate Punks are 90% of the reason why casualties have uh, constantly come back here. (laughs)
1: Well, that's awesome. Grateful to them. That is going to sum up all of the shows. Do you have anything you want to add, or are you ready to get to your music?
0: Well, I have one more thing to add. Okay. October thirtieth, Wisdom and Chains. Yes. (laughs) Yep, making their uh, debut performance in Salt Lake City. Yes. And that's probably the only time it'll happen because these guys don't tour; they play fests. (laughs) Right. And
1: from uh, way back in Pennsylvania, not oh yeah, not in the Philadelphia area, just other Pennsylvania. So, if you're going to be in Salt Lake or anywhere near it, or even if you're not and you just want to see Wisdom and Chains, get (laughs) out here. They'll be playing at the Beehive.
0: Eric, yep. let's do some music. Yeah, we'll get to that more uh, next week, week of the show. But this is good preparation. Anyway, um, yeah. Rolling back, I was uh, talking about one band from Cleveland. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now let's talk about another band from Cleveland. We are talking about Integrity. Yes. Oh, yes. I've talked about Integrity on the show once before. It was going to be twice, but you know my head did the whole uh, slammy slammy thing on the concrete and put <laughs> me out for a couple months. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I missed uh, that uh, that boat. I'm talking about uh, my favorite album of theirs, which was uh, "Those Who Fear Tomorrow." Okay, great album, great songs. The ones that I chose were like a "Judgment Day" and "In Contrast of Sin." You heard those songs. If you like them, go. Don't go back to the episode. Go back and listen to the album. Man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my uh second favorite album. This was the album uh to where I was introduced. And the album is called Humanity is the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it can be an album, it can be an EP. It's a it's a little weird because there's uh there's like eight tracks on there. Okay. One of which is a 10 minute speech from the singer dwid on on how humanity became the devil with like a i don't know god losing a bet to the devil and uh sent a lot of the demons up to hell to uh to <laughs> portray the image of humans or whatever i Okay i don't know it's a it's a weird thing but funnily enough in the i got a repressing of of this album on vinyl. And it comes with the the lyric sheet and it comes with a little booklet and it actually has verbatim the entire speech of wow. the title track on there. So Great. yeah, I have uh, yet to really read it, but it, yeah, this just kind of shows <laughs> the presentation <laughs> of this thing. Oh man, it's a uh, yeah, it's weird, but that's uh that was the beauty of integrity. They are getting all over the spectrum of like the uh of like a cultish imagery and and really digging into uh mental strains and all the things that actually make humanity such a interesting thing to analyze okay <laughs> yeah so this one he really uh he really dives into it a lot more here and you read the lyrics and you yeah, you would not believe that this is actually from a hardcore band. This is actually a guy who knows how to put uh, two words together, <laughs> two multisyllabic words. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he knows how to count past four. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> okay, I've been talking shit enough. This is a uh, yeah. This is Integrity's. Humanity is the devil. The first song I ever heard from them. I have a bit of a funny story on that one, but I gotta stop talking because we have to play some music. Here is the song, Hollow. That would be the song Hollow. The funny the funny story about that is when I was, uh, years ago, I was playing in the band uh, Northlander, and they were trying to uh, uh, get everyone to learn this song as a cover song. So I had to learn that on the bass. Okay. And that was how I heard of Integrity.
1: Oh, there you go. Yep.
0: And another funny story on top of that, the guitarist of that band, when uh, the original singer left, we... Uh, took the shard remains of a northlander which included me him and the drummer and created the band condition 1 which i played on this show a couple of years ago and uh in november yeah i remember specifically <laughs> 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 and and yeah the other fu- another funny thing about that the singer and guitarist we uh he ended up moving to arizona and he was at the show last night. Oh, nice. Yep. He came back for a while and uh, showed up at the show, saw me play, and it caught up with him a little bit. Cool. So, yeah, a, a lot of weird things are lining up here. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I know integrity is because of him.
1: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, long story short, we didn't end up uh, playing that song. Mostly because in the end, we, there was only one guitarist. And we needed one to hold down the riff and another to do those leads. Okay. <laughs> so that was the reason why we didn't go through with it. Dumb reason, I think, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Still a great song, and this is a great album. Let's talk about it some more. The uh, so yeah, that's one of the songs, and they have a few on there that are uh, like that with that uh, punk style rhythm, and but others are a bit more of a drudge. They really lay into the uh, their metal counterparts cause uh yeah this was in the 90s this is when uh the lines between metal and hardcore were really getting faded you can kind of tell you couldn't really tell what was what but you could kind of tell who the metalheads were and who the punks were usually usually the guitarists were the ones listening to a lot of slayer or metallica and the guitar and the singer was listening to a lot of uh, minor thread. Nice. <laughs> so you can kind of figure that out. But regardless, the music still ripped. And uh this next one, Trapped Under Silence, it's more of a uh it's more of like a big uh slammy, kind of doomy feeling rhythm. You can tell that there was a lot of there was probably Black Sabbath playing in the background somewhere when they were writing this. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely more of a uh, more of a headbanger as opposed to like a circle pit or okay <laughs> that was a dumb boomer <laughs> fucking thing to say anyway <laughs> the uh, yep this is trapped under silence this is the one that'll break your neck yes i apologize if i misled you into thinking that the whole song sounded like uh, what was basically the last 30 seconds but what i was getting at was there is the combination of the punk stuff in there but it is so heavy and down tuned that it might as well be like an old school metal song and then it just get then it just bleeds into that uh slammy monolith riffs <laughs> oh and that uh and that downstroking with the palm mutes and everything. Yeah. That's the that's the type of stuff that gets my dick hard. <laughs> 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 then throwing some double bass in there and uh basically uh, you got me you got me through the ceiling. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, integrity, one of the uh, one of my personal favorite old school hardcore bands, and they're still out there, they're still kicking it, and they're still as in, when I say they, I mean Dwid. He's the sole survivor of of integrity. He's the. It's like it started with him. It's going to die with him. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's doing the whole thing, business and uh, otherwise, promotion, all that shit. He's just got a backing band at that point. <laughs> but good music.
1: Awesome. Uh, we're going to play another album here. The album is the band Broken Cuffs. They released a self-titled album on October 1st of this year. And we've talked about them touring the last couple weeks because they've had this uh, Vegas and Salt Lake for this weekend planned with Foot Soldier, played Foot Soldier earlier on in the show. Now we're Broken Cuffs. They're out of Palmdale in California. They started as band way back in 2005, so 16 years as band. Congratulations to them. Glad they're coming here to Salt Lake this Saturday. Looking forward to the show. Broken Cuffs, we're going to play a couple tracks off of that new release that came out October 1st. That's a sample of what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So uh, that track right there, Murphy's Law, I'm wearing, I didn't know what I wanted to wear today. I'm <laughs> yeah. wearing my Murphy's Law shirt. has nothing to do with the band, but the track's <laughs> called Murphy's Law. So you heard it just a second ago. Let's listen to Broken yeah. Cuffs and their track, Murphy's Law. Looking forward to the band. Want to thank the band for reaching out, letting us know they were coming, even though I already knew they were coming. But they let us know and gave us a few tracks to check out ahead of time on the album. So happy to get to play them here. I had a different album picked and actually had a different new track picked. But I thought, nope, bump it up all the next week. Let's talk about this show. It's coming <laughs> yeah. to our town this weekend. So again, I'd already played Foot Soldier. Let's play another one from Broken Cuffs. It's a great album. You should definitely check it out. I enjoy that track. That was uh, Murphy's Law. We're going to play one more off of that self-titled album. It's full length. I think there was 12 tracks on there, if I'm not mistaken. And the other track we're going to play is track number one. It's called Fight. Fight. cuffs that track is fight yeah
0: and they're from palmdale yes come back to me uh, huh. i need you and i love
1: you baby
0: <laughs> if you don't know who uh sings that it's the same guy who wrote because i got high oh okay yep afro man nice <laughs>
1: Awesome. Well, that sums that up. If you're going to be here or anywhere near Salt Lake and you want to see Broken Cuffs, or if you're going to be in Las Vegas tomorrow on Friday, the 21st. uh, No, sorry, the 22nd. Saturday's the 23rd. uh, Friday the 22nd in Vegas, go see Broken Cuffs and Foot Soldier. If you're in Salt Lake, go see Broken Cuffs and Foot Soldier. Great tracks. Check out their new releases, Broken Cuffs, just a couple weeks back. And just about six months ago, you got the Foot Soldier EP. Eric, let's grab the show up. What do you have? Oh, I've got
0: a very long song, so we're gonna start it a little bit earlier. You hear that? Oh, I love that piano intro. If you don't know who this is, this is the uh, this is the man who wrote I Would Do Anything for Love. But I won't do that. Yeah, <laughs> this is Meatloaf. Yeah, but Meatloaf, while well, he writes a lot of uh, really great '80s ballads, he definitely made his uh, definitely made his millions doing that. But in the '70s, he was uh, he was an instigator of a lot of uh, great, uh, really fast-paced hard rock songs. Definitely overproduced. <laughs> this is a prime example <laughs> of it. There's a lot going on here. The song is 10 minutes long. 10 minutes and he's not he's not even talking about any uh, hobbits or any stairways that are going to heaven or a song about 11. but point is he's not trying to be zeppelin here <laughs> no this is just him being him you know and really just you take a name like meatloaf and you make it look the way that it did over an album that is titled bat out of hell yeah I'm also trying to keep in with the theme here of, you know, horror theatrics and shit like that. Although this is still a love song. <laughs> but you just look at the album cover of Bad Out of Hell. It's just this guy just jumping from out of a grave on a motorcycle. And he's just, it just sounds like he's coming right out of hell. You know?
1: It is a great album to like have the 12-inch just to have the cool album artwork.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's listen to the actual song for a minute.
2: The sun's are screaming and the fires are howling we're down in the valley tonight. There's a man in the shadows with the gun in his eye and a blade shining no so bright. There's evil in the hair and there's thunder in the sky and a killer's on the bloodshot street. Down in the tunnel with a deadly I know. I swear I saw a young boy Down in the cover, he was stopping the foam and the heat Oh, baby, you're the only thing in the soul That's good and good and right And wherever you are and wherever you go There's always gonna be some light But I gotta get out, I gotta break it out now Before the final crack of down We're not together. When it's over, you know we'll both be so alone. Yeah, dancing through the
0: So I'm taking uh, this uh, little break opportunity to uh, say a little more about this song. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just sandwiching right now, but yeah, there is a, every time i made like a little mix CD for uh, whoever I was dating at the time, I always included this song (laughs) because I would spend a lot of nights at uh, their house and then they'd have to get up and uh, go to work or something. And I would be like, okay, I'm just going to leave before 4am. So it's like before the before the final crack of dawn like a bat out of hell I'll be leaving <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I couldn't help but uh, I couldn't help but put that into uh, some of the mixtapes and uh, and yeah what's funny is uh, my current girlfriend every time she hears this song she almost thinks of me <laughs> cause I mean it's a great song man let's <laughs> make it a great song let's uh, finish it out <laughs>
2: For the gates of heaven, how come crawling on back to you? <laughs> Oh,
0: Get what I mean by uh, overproduced? Have you heard how many things are going on there? <laughs> Yet it flows so well, so intricately together. You don't even notice that ten minutes went by. <laughs> I think it's just funny. You, if you know the way Meatloaf looks, he comes out onto the stage wearing a, you know, a tuxedo pretty much, and this red handkerchief, and he's just got this, uh, he's just got this uh, look in his eye. this come hither look. <laughs> but you see him, and he's like a he, he's a football player. He was a football player, <laughs> and he's just just doesn't look anything like a uh someone to uh coerce the Madame right. onto the stage. He doesn't look like a Casanova of any sort. <laughs> but he's just uh, uh, he's rolling with it. Also, fun fact he is uh the father in law of Scotty and Oh yes. Yep. He is uh, Scott Ian of Anthrax is married to Meatloaf's daughter. So awesome. Yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> keeping a uh, rock and roll in the family. So so yeah, Meatloaf. He's got quite a few hits, but honestly, this is the one I just keep coming back to. Never gets old. <laughs> yeah, and of course, keeping in the theme with uh, Halloween, that the brutal part. <laughs> Like right? the last thing I see is my heart still beating. Just <laughs> reminds me of some uh, Kalima sort of thing. <laughs> uh, also, keeping in with the theme, what do we end in today's episode with?
1: <laughs> Every day is Halloween from the band Ministry. I think I want to start playing a lot of 80s stuff. So, probably, probably be a lot of new, <laughs> new wave. Maybe I'll get into some other styles that came from the 80s. But Oh, ra- yeah. This episode and the next two, I want to do something that are Halloween themed ish ish something. Yeah, and that we have Ministry. Every day is Halloween. The original release of this track uh, came out in 1985. They've done a few versions of it. Yep, because- and Al
0: Jurgensen hated every one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, if you're familiar with the band, uh, I have the two copies. From the single they released, August 2nd of 2010, the one that's more closely related to the original version, plus an updated 2010 version. Eric, I'm going to let you pick. Which one do you think we should play? Ah,
0: damn. I really don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Probably the old one. All right, here we go. This is the one that's more closely related. I don't know if it's specifically the older one. Again, I got it off of... uh, Two versions off of the 2010 but one specifically labeled the 2010 version this one does sound a lot more like the original so here we go every day is halloween for ministry Finish out because that's a long one too, not quite as long as Meat Love, but we'll let that finish <laughs> out the show while we wrap up the show. Yeah. That's Ministry Everyday's Halloween. That is the six minute 25 second version. Yeah. The 2010 and a little more updated, I suppose. Shaves almost two minutes off. So go check them both out. It's yeah. Halloween. Go check out some new wave Halloween, some punk Halloween, some whatever Halloween. Try to put include a few on this one and then the next two as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining us all the way up to this point. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot to talk about when it came to some shows, so show yeah. might have been a little long, but uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. You can find all the bands at or on Instagram at suffocatorslc, at havocpunks, at footsoldier.sffs. At the Cutthroat Brothers, at Watt from Pedro, at Official Blitzkid, at Integrity Official, at Broken Cuffs, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at ScaryUncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. You can find my band on Instagram at Anonymous underscore Band Official. And on Facebook at Anonymous SLC. You can also find us on Bandcamp, anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can find the other band I'm a part of at Heart of Dark 801 SLC. That's Instagram. Damn. Also, give me a listen on the uh, Circle Pit Radio Network. That is the uh, Instagram is at Assault City CP. And Facebook is just Circle Pit Radio. I am on the Rhett Podcast, which is just at Rhettcast on Instagram, Rett Podcast on Facebook. And also, I am officially announcing my new show, Lead Melodies. Woo! My Lead Melodies, a review based show, monthly episodes of a different album, of which I consider to be heavy. So that's the little uh, plug. Um, We don't have any episodes out now, but the promo will be coming out next Sunday. Or is it this Sunday? Next Sunday is the 31st. No, it'll be coming, yeah, the last Sunday, Halloween. The promo will be coming out, and we will let you know, just uh, to keep in touch, just uh, follow me on that Instagram. It is at Melodies underscore podcast. So, and once again, you can find everything at the website circlepitradio.com. Awesome. So that was a mouthful.
1: <laughs> Indeed, the bands are found on Facebook at suffocator slc at havoc punks at Fonzi.bronson.3 or foot soldier s f f s at foster body at the cutthroat brothers at watt from pedro music at Official at integrity.ht at broken cuffs at slc Punkcast. Go there check out Broken cuffs and foot soldier. If you have the, you know, the available time, and if you're in proximity, you should definitely do it. Uh, as we wind this out. There you go. If you like it, that's the <laughs> 2010 updated version of Every Day is Halloween.
0: Yep. Save it for next year, I guess. There you go. <laughs> that's that was a good That ministry. I uh,
1: hope you enjoyed, everybody. Thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, we appreciate you sticking around, hanging out, listening to all the great music. Eric, any final thoughts?
0: Well... Well, I will say this. This was a loaded week for me with all the uh, shows that I I had been going to and all other obligations that had to be uh, met. I would only be at home for like a half hour most days before I had to jump out and do something else. And I'm getting older, man. I'm losing (laughs) a lot of endurance, and it's just uh, I'm trying to stay on top of things. But, man, the older you get, the more responsibilities you uh, attain. Um sometimes not even by choice, you uh, tend to lose uh, interest in certain things. But I tell you, I have not lost interest in music and I have not lost interest in uh, playing music either. That's right. So, so, yeah, that's just one. That's just a message I have to any of the youthful listeners. I feel like I'm at that age now where I can <laughs> say that. <laughs> I mean, I see all the new kids coming into the scene and they are just, uh, you know, just little balls of energy. Nice. And I love that about them. I love that that's I love that that's coming up and you kids you're our future. You're going to be keeping this scene going long after we are gone. Or hopefully before the world doesn't uh, you know wipe us out. <laughs> just just keep going until the end of the world. We'll say that. There you go. <laughs> so, yep, that's uh that's all I got to say about that. Play the fucking outro.